Hello, and welcome to the first episode of Millennials and Menopause Drinking Mimosas. We are your hosts. I'm Shonda Pierce. And I am Gwen Pierce. And this podcast is basically going to be dedicated to millennials and people going through menopause, sharing ideas, generational thoughts over a couple of drinks. So let's let's kick it off. Uh, Gwen, what are you drinking? Well, I am drinking my mimosa with pomegranate juice. <laughs> I like the red in it. The, the red makes it look more colorful and flavorful. Plus, pomegranates are good for you. Uh, yeah, pomegranates are an antioxidant, actually. So that's good. Yes, get your vitamins. And today, I'm just keeping it kind of simple. I did have a little bit of a splash of grenadine. So I've got a regular mimosa with orange juice and some cherry grenadine. All right. Sounds tasty. Say, cheers. Cheers. So today, we're going to you know, do a little introduction to ourselves so that you guys can know a little bit of background on us. So Shonda, go ahead. Tell us about yourself. Yeah. So I am Shonda and I am an event planner um, and I plan all tons of events. I've worked in the nonprofit industry planning events. I've also worked in the entertainment industry planning events. And I'm also a writer on the side. And that's me. Awesome. Awesome. And I am Gwen Pierce, and I am currently the editor-in-chief of an online magazine called thechocolatevoice.com. And I focus on everything Black um, as it relates to pop culture, as it relates to community, all things Black. And I try to put more of a positive spin on it. Uh, So I've done that for probably just over 10 years, and I enjoy every bit of it creating content as it relates to black culture. Nice. All right, so let's see. So mom, what do we have on the agenda today? So I thought we'd talk about, you know, cause we're kind of almost in post pandemic a little bit. I'd like to talk about, you know, what your plans are after the pandemic. So mm-hmm. go ahead, tell, what's your thoughts, Shonda? So I am a millennial, but I will also add that I am an introverted millennial. So I really, you know, when we had the the first lockdown, it wasn't really a thing for me. I said, okay, that's good. That's what I've been doing for my whole life anyways. You know, I had stocked up on my snacks. I had my toilet paper. I had plenty of hand sanitizer, my Clorox wipes. So I was good to go. Um, I think that now post pandemic, there, I mean, I'm looking forward to being able to go to concerts again. I'm looking forward to be a, being able to travel again. But I do, I will say that there are things that, and you know, extroverts don't kill me, but things that I do hope that we kind of keep into place moving forward. I am all about wearing a mask on airplanes if we're traveling. I do want to social distance. I don't want to be packed up like sardines uh, with a bunch of people at concerts. I am actually scheduled to get my vaccine next week so i am you know excited and nervous about it but this is you know this is what we need to do to be safe and um happy to do that but yeah that's kind of a little nutshell of like what i'm looking forward to about post-pandemic life uh what about you wow well i tell you well i'm just the opposite of shonda i am more so of an extrovert 
and I like people. I love concerts. The more people, the merrier. I like events. I like going out. So actually I went into a little bit of a funk during the pandemic. You know, I felt like, oh my gosh, all the, you know, just enclosed and I can only see my husband. I wanted to see more people. I love my husband. Don't get me wrong. <laughs> Don't get me wrong, but I was just like, oh my God, him again. I woke up in the morning, (laughs) but I wanted to have, by the way, y'all, I've been married to him for like 38 years, something like that. But anyways, him again. But anyway, so, um, I, I, I really am looking forward to more travel. Uh, like I said, more concerts and events and, uh, you know, and I, I, I was able to get the first shot. So I'm scheduled for the second one. So I'm really looking forward to, to getting out there. And just for the record, I am so over Zoom. I, you know, That's Zoom true. meetings. And I mean, I just like that personal feel, you know, personal uh, people in my space. Um, I'm not like an extreme extrovert, you know, so because I do like my, my me time. But I do like to have that option of having being able to go places. So yeah, I haven't planned any trips yet, but I'm I'm certainly looking forward to to getting out. And I will be continue to wear my mask when I'm out because, uh, you know, and I probably won't be shaking anybody's hand. Nope, no shaking hands. So, um, anyways, social distance, fist bump. Social deficit fist bump. I, I hear you, Shonda. And I need an inch, at least an inch for, for the fist. fist. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I don't even know if I'm going to do a fist bump. Okay, I, yeah. From much far as, away. As much as I love people, I don't know if I'm going to do a fist bump. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't know who's vaccinated and you don't know who's doing what. Who's you know? doing what. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Exactly. I hear you. Speaking of uh, concerts, the Isley Brothers versus... Earth, Wind, and Fire battle. Yes, it was thebomb.com. I loved it. I don't know how many other millennials watched it, but I was all about it. I was counting, you know, uh, some of the, uh, I don't even know, most of the Isley Brothers songs that they played have been sampled. So it was like, I knew the original songs. I knew them because, uh, you know, because mom, obviously, but I was like, oh, yeah, Ice Cube, Aaliyah. Uh, Biggie, you know, like it was just, you name it, you name it, right? And then of course, Earth, Wind and Fire, I mean, icons, legends, I mean, it, let me just pause also right here to tell everybody, I'm sure, you know, Twitter has already been talking about this, but Verdine's hair, always on point. Yes, it is. Always on point. <laughs> I, mean, hair. I don't know who does it. If, you, if anybody knows Verdine's hairstylist, please let us know. I, I, know I am natural, right. but I will get a press and curl <laughs> to be like Verdine. Okay. Oh yeah. He was flipping his hair. He said, "You can't tell me nothing." Oh yeah. Mm. His his hair has has always <laughs> been the bomb, and he's taken good care of it for years. It mm-hmm. looks amazing. So amazing. What'd you think about it? Oh my I God, I loved it. I'm going to tell you guys this. I did not think the millennials would like it as much as us old school folks because I was just in shock. But like Shonda said, they a lot of their stuff has been sampled because it is timeless, mm-hmm. you know, timeless music. And I, for one, didn't even think that they, I love the Isley Brothers, love Earth, Wind & Fire. In fact, Earth, Wind & Fire is my all time favorite band. So I just knew that the that Earth, Wind & Fire was gonna come in there and just 
kill him. Mm -hmm. But when Ron Isley, oh, Lord. when Ron Isley, the second half, when he came out and started singing and, and um, looking all good. Ew. Uh, <laughs> That's another topic. Keep going on, and I'm gonna uh -huh. get back to these people it, it, on Twitter. In fact, I learned another term, zaddy. I yeah. didn't know what zaddy <laughs> was until my Shonda told me what zaddy was. But Ron Isley still had the vocals, and he looked really good. And not to mention, it brought back so many memories. See, I was in high school when they first came out. High school and just beginning college when all of those most pop, their more popular hits came out. So. I just, and DJ Nice, or D Nice, excuse me, he was amazing. And I, I've been watching Versus this whole, during this whole pandemic, and he's he's just amazing. Um, I mean, I watch DJ Quarantine, and then, is Club that what you call it? Club, Club Quarantine. Quarantine. See, Club that's Quarantine. why we need to have a millennial. See, she needs to tell I had to tell her. She has what to tell these, me. You know, she's like, just like Steve Harvey, talking about nice. <laughs> DJ Nice, <laughs> the man's name is D Nice, DJ D Nice. But I want to get back to Ron Isley and just the unprecedented amount of thirst that we saw on Twitter. And even some of, some of my fellow millennials were commenting. And I was just personally like, okay, listen, I respect Ron Isley. Again, as I said earlier, icon, legend, you know, but Zaddy is not kind of what I was getting from that. I got, he got a beard and y'all got bamboozled by that beard. I'm going to tell you that right now. Because <laughs> when he got beard. up, okay, he's 80, he's 79, 80 years old. He was, he got up there shuffling. <sighs> and y'all was acting like it was Morris Chestnut. And I said, <laughs> bye. I'm done with all y'all. Bye. Mm -mm. Hey, slow your roll, sister. Slow your roll. <laughs> Brown Isley had it going on that night. At our house, when we were watching it, we actually watched it on... Trailer, uh, trailer. We yeah, did. We, we had it hooked up to the TV. Yeah, we so, had it hooked up to the trailer, and my yeah. sister came up over. My husband. It was like we were at a club that night. Mm -hmm. We danced through the whole thing, and then the next day, it almost felt like a hangover. It did. It felt like a hangover because we, we, you know, well, I don't even think we had any drinks because it was Easter. But Steve, yeah, Steve, it was but a they holy were drinking day. the Ciroc, you know. Oh, they had Ciroc, they had cigars, <laughs> and they just felt and like they we ran cool. over time. They ran over time, so it ended up being four hours, and we stayed up that entire time. Mm -hmm. And that was my husband's very first verses, mm -hmm. and he stayed in there with us. I mean. He's a big Ron Isley fan. So yeah. uh, he stayed up there the whole time and we were shocked. And he's like, when's the next one? When's the next one? So, hey, we were good. We enjoyed it thoroughly. We, we enjoyed did. it we thoroughly. So that's where the, the menopausers, the Gen Xers, and the millennials all agree that that was a very, 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 one of the best, actually. Right? I think it was the best. I mean, next to Patty and, uh, well, clearly, I mean, I'm I'm partial to the Brandy and Monica. Mm -hmm. that's, that's my era, my generation. But my top three verses, personally, oh, no, I can't even say top three. I'm just giving you the top ones to date. Okay, the first one, I'm sorry, I got to give to Teddy and Babyface. Jam. For the sheer comic relief. It was comedically just amazing. I laughed all the different times they had to reschedule it. And then when they really did do it, it was funny. It was just amazing. So that one. Um, and then Jill Scott and yes. Erica Badu. We yes, love that I one. Agree. Classic, classy. Mm -hmm. Love that. It girl power. Then, you know, Brandy and Monica, of course. Mm -hmm. um, 
And then after that, for me, I would say Patti LaBelle mm-hmm. and Gladys. And then, um, and then yeah, Earth, Wind, and Fire and Isley Brothers. And not to say that, you know, I love all of the verses. I always tune in to watch all of them. But I think for me, those were the most memorable ones. Um, How about the me. D'Angelo one? Oh my God, I forgot D'Angelo. How could I forget D'Angelo? Well, because see, D'Angelo's didn't feel like a versus because it was just himself. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't D'Angelo versus you know, whoever. Although I did hear that it was originally supposed to be D'Angelo versus Maxwell. Okay. Which I love Maxwell. I just don't think that I don't, I can't, I couldn't see them battling. And maybe Maxwell probably said, you know what? I'm just going to bow out gracefully. Wow. Well, I will, I will add to that. And I liked, I agree with everything that Shonda said, because I liked all of those. I did not see the um, D'Angelo one. I missed that one and I'm sad I did did because I like him a lot. But I liked when Babyface did his own. He did one by himself. Uh, That wasn't versus though. That wasn't a versus. He held a concert on Mother's Day online. Mm -hmm. I think it was last Mother's Day, wasn't it? It was last Mother's Day. And it was beautiful. He did the Waiting to Excel soundtrack and he told stories about, you know, each of the songs that he wrote and, it was amazing. So I'm a I'm a babyface fan, and he he he's a class act for one, class yes. act. Mm-hmm. So I really enjoyed that one as well. Mm-hmm. So let's talk about uh, travel. What what kind of places would you which you have any plan, travel plans for one? Oh yeah, we did kind of start talking about that earlier. I don't have any travel any major travel plans booked yet. Um, what I'm excited for, hopefully, is when I can go back to Italy. That's what I nice. want to be, you know, that's on my kind of list after the pandemic. I don't know how soon, but hopefully uh, sooner rather than later. Right. So I'd like to, and I like to, the thing is, I like to travel, but I'm not one of those types of people who just pick up everything and just mm-hmm. like, all right, I'm going in two months. Now I like to plan because I like to ball out mm-hmm. and I'm practical. Until I can make enough money to be able to just do that. You know, I'm not Tyler Perry right now. Okay, <laughs> Not right now. I'm not Oprah right now, <laughs> you know, but um, I like to plan out so that when I go there, I really don't have to worry about anything. And I am just like, charge it. Cool. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> well, let's see. <clears throat> I don't have any big plans scheduled. A um, couple of little trips, like one up to Arizona to um, actually have a small uh, birthday for my mother, who will be 81. So haven't we haven't really seen her a lot lately because of the pandemic, you know, just because no none of us had had our shots, but we will all have our shots by then. And uh, so I'm looking forward to that. Arizona is definitely, um, it's kind of a relaxing place to be. It's super quiet. Um, you won't see a lot of us there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I mean, you got to find us, but we are there. I, I was born and raised there, believe it or not. So anyways, um, but I'm looking forward to that. And then I'll probably be picking up. I have a granddaughter, so I'll be pr- probably go to Detroit and, um, you know, for a quick trip and pick her up. So what's been happening this week for you? Anything, anything good? Anything good this week? What I will tell you is something exciting that I think it's exciting. I'm trying to get my life back together and I bought a Peloton. Pew, 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 pew. Holla, holla. Yes, 
Yes, girl. Yes. 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 Okay. I'm about to, to get fit. Huh? I'm trying to get fit, get right. You know, in 2020, you know, there are all of my friends gain weight. Everybody that I know gain weight. There's going to be like one or two people that I know that did not gain weight during the pandemic. And, um, yeah, I was one of those people that gained weight. And I said, you know what? Let me get this Peloton. Let me get my life together. And, you know, for those of people who don't know me, I really have a hard time with exercising. I don't enjoy it. I hate it. I get angry, hungry. Like everything is just bad with exercising. I know I'm supposed to do it, but it's difficult. But I can truly and honestly say that the Peloton for me, and this is not a paid ad. This is just me just, you know, really liking it. I got on the Peloton and within five minutes, I was already hooked. I was like, this is really fun. I've been getting up on my own, ready to like see, oh, what's the next class? What's this, what's that? I love the playlists. I love the energy of the instructors. I love looking at my scores and seeing how I've improved over, you know, the course of time. So I just said, let me just go ahead and invest in this. Um, and they have a really great payment plan. For those of you, you know, if you're not ready to ball out and spend, you know, $1,800 on a bike, you know, you can do a payment plan for three years and with no interest. So that's really, really great. Um, so, yeah, awesome. so that's my exciting news. Awesome. You know, she has never liked to exercise, guys. <laughs> be ready. I'm, I'm going to put her on blast here. Okay, I'm going to put her on blast here. We were just looking through some pictures, um, you know, of, of our family pictures, family photos. And... I saw her on a tricycle. She didn't even want to ride that tricycle hardly ever. Mm -hmm. I used to buy everything. She did not want to exercise. Uh, and I we I had the Peloton first and I'll have to agree with everything she said. Like she said, this is not an advertisement, but the, there's something about the Peloton that makes you want to, to exercise. It makes you want to it, uh, compete with yourself. Uh, that's what I like about it. I, I mean, compete with yourself. And um, so, Hey, I'm ready to, I'm ready to keep going to it. I mean, I've got on that Peloton five days, five days this week. And I absolutely love it. Love the instructors. And so I'm looking forward to it. And um, you can do it right in the comfort of your own home. So let's talk about um, self-care and things like that. And I was wondering, um, do you think the pandemic affected your well-being in any way? from a millennial standpoint because you, you yeah know. i think for me it's kind of a hard it's, it's complicated because i think majority of people majority of my friends that i know it definitely affected their well-being um not only do you have people who uh were have lost their jobs um there's obviously people that I know who, if they didn't get COVID somehow, I didn't know how they got it. Their family members also had a lot of not only sicknesses, but some people unfortunately passed away from having COVID. So I think with all of that and, and being in isolation as well, that definitely affected a lot of people's well-being. Um, I think for me, my mental well-being, just because like I said earlier, I'm okay with socially distancing. I'm cool with by myself. I always find things to do with myself. Um, I think I'm funny. I laugh at myself. You know, I have writing and a lot of like the hobbies that I like to do, like we were talking about earlier, I don't like to exercise. 
I like crafting. I like <laughs> writing. You know, I watch TV. I binge. You know, so that that sort of on that aspect, it didn't really negatively affect my well-being. Mm-hmm. What I will say is my physical uh, well-being was definitely affected because even though we weren't going out. I was going like it was an outing to go to Trader Joe's. It was like, let me go, let me get this whole list of food. And I started cooking. I don't even really enjoy cooking that much, but then I start making full on breakfasts, full on lunches, full, you know, I was replicating what, you know, what these restaurants were doing. Now, I'm not saying I'm not, no, you know, I'm not a chef, but I'm saying like I would look up the recipes and I would start cooking full on meals. But as a result of that, that was not actually healthy. I wasn't making salads. I wasn't making, you know, mm-hmm. vegetables. I was making like Popeye's fried chicken sandwich, mm-hmm. you know, <laughs> or you know what I mean? Like, so that, so, and that's how it gave, you know, a lot of weight over the pandemic. So I think that that negatively affected my well being, my physical well being, I guess. Oh, okay. Yeah. How about you? Okay. Well, um, like I said, I'm more of a extrovert. I'm an extroverted type of a person. So, you know, every once in a while, I would find myself feeling very lonely and sad. And you know what I mean? Just sad. And, and, and true enough, I don't have a lot of friends. Um, I have a lot of acquaintances. Uh, you know, my best friends would be my sister and my daughter, uh, things like that. But I think, you know, it just... I, I would get lonely. I would get very lonely sometimes. I'd feel really, really sad. And then sometimes what I would do is I did learn, I did cook a lot like Shonda. So that was good. That kind of helped me out a little bit. You know, I didn't like to eat out, although we eat out more. You know, we used to eat out a lot. That was our thing because we're empty nesters. So, um, and then I, I don't know if you guys noted, but the food wasn't as good during the pandemic. And I think it's because they couldn't buy in bulk or the quality of food because a lot of restaurants and, and people in almost every industry was losing lots of money. Mm-hmm. Um, so, um, yeah, so I missed all of that. So, um, it just, it just made me kind of lonely. It, it made me lonely and it made me, and so that's where the Peloton and then going for walks came into play. It kind of, you know, helped me take better care of myself and my mental state. Um, and I enjoyed, uh, like Shonda was saying, she liked to go to uh, Trader Joe's and go shopping. My store was Home Goods. I love to go to Home Goods. Home Goods, <laughs> home TJ goods, Maxx, Marshalls. Turn up, Home Goods, gang, gang, gang. <laughs> I love In Home Goods. Fact, you know, I think I did a halfway decent job of decorating my room during the pandemic. I had one room in my home that I just neglected. I totally neglected uh, one room in my house. And during the pandemic, you know, though spending time at Home Goods, taking my time, you know, just shopping through things and just, you know, I would go to every Home Goods in my community or in my city to try to find what I need to make you know, it home work. Home Goods route. Home Goods, <laughs> yes. So that was kind of a, um, that was, that was kind of, a, kind of a, a type of self-care thing I did shopping retail therapy retail therapy there, there you go. go you got the word for me yeah. retail therapy <laughs> so yeah a lot of people did uh home improvement projects because mm-hmm. I would know like even just to like go to Home Depot or just drive past Home Depot there would be lines out the door right. lines out the door because everybody was just doing stuff around their homes 
exactly. apartments, home, you know, whatever type of space you live in. It was, you know, you can always find something at Home Depot exactly. and Home Goods. And Home Goods, yes. Of course, Home Goods. Uh huh. Yep, exactly. Home Goods, Lowe's, Home Depot, um, all those stores, the grocery stores. That's mm-hmm. where the that's where the action was mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> during this pandemic. It was popping, and Trader Joe's had the bomb music. Yeah. Oh my goodness. <laughs> So how about traffic in LA? Has oh, it started to pick up now? Yeah, yeah. Traffic has picked up in LA, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. That is the one thing that um, one of the things that I <sighs> I'm sad that we have to accept that reality right. again. Everybody's mm-hmm. excited to be out, but as a result of that, the 405 is jam packed. Wow. It's unfortunately jam packed. So yeah. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So we need more good music out, more good podcasts out, more good, you know, content so that we can consume it while we're waiting in traffic for three years. Exactly. <laughs> so tomorrow is self-care Sunday. We we plan on taking care of ourselves and we hope you guys do something to take care of yourselves too. Um Sunday morning walk church hey maybe we can get back to brunches you know what i mean people that is i i actually love me some brunch so Mm -hmm. yes Mm -hmm. get back to brunches yeah that'll be fun yeah hey you have a favorite brunch spot in la i have a lot of favorite brunch spots in Mm -hmm. la uh let me see oh my gosh i guess it depends on what you're looking for Mm -hmm. but i love i mean i love 26 beach in, oh, I love uh, in Santa Monica. Mm-hmm. Um, I love, let me see. God, y'all got you have to get back to me. I love brunch is a, men, a millennial type thing. I mean, we do brunch, but brunch too. Is delicious. Brunch who, is delicious. Who doesn't love brunch? You know, uh-huh. who What's your favorite food in a brunch? Okay, obviously, you know, this is this podcast is, you know, while we're drinking mimosas. So yes. I love mimosas. Cheers, cheers. Cheers again. Right, another cheers. So I love mimosas but my go-to i like chicken and waffles but i will also um just kind of get down with some chilaquiles i know that sounds like a mixture of things but i love chilaquiles i love chicken and waffles for brunch and then sometimes i just like mix it up sometimes i might just have like a burger or a chicken sandwich Mm -hmm. you know Mm -hmm. so wow that's what i do for brunch wow and bacon Hey, grits and eggs, fish and grits, shrimp okay. and grits. Hello. Uh, but I'm also a huge pancake. I love me some pancakes. Keep it classic. Oh my God. Yes. Classic pancakes, you know, uh, bacon, eggs. Um, oh, geez. Grits. <laughs> Just got Grab yeah. my keys, grab my purse, grab, grab my jacket off to work. <laughs> Is it the way? That's how we feel about brunch. Is it the way you love me, brunch? Yes, we love you. Yes, 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 yes. Wow, well, this has been great, guys. Um, Thank you so much for tuning in to... uh, Our first episode. Our first episode of Millennials, Menopause, and Mimosas. I hope you enjoyed us, and I hope you'll join us again. You know, we'll probably be talking... A little bit more about travel, more about pop culture. We're going to do some microaggression mm-hmm. uh, topics. Mm-hmm. You know, now you know that's going to be good. You okay, know, that's the tea. Yep. So we're, you know, we're excited to be sharing from different, from a generational perspective. Generational perspective. Anyways, we thank you guys for listening in. And hey, we'll be checking with you soon. Right. We'll be checking with you soon and tune in to our next episode.
Cheers. Cheers.